You're listening to the Mental Movers Podcast, hosted by Amelie, Ayana, and Lexi, where we discuss various mental health topics, ways to cope. Today we'll be interviewing Mrs. Buter, the principal at a K-8 through school in Hermosa Beach, California, where we will be discussing mental health for middle schoolers. We appreciate you taking the time to let us interview you. We are excited that we can share your expertise and experience. First, we would like to ask how long have you been working in education and how long have you been principal? Well, first, let me say thank you for welcoming me and giving me an opportunity to talk about this important subject with you all. I'm interested in learning from you as well. So I have been involved in elementary education either as a teacher or a, uh, an administrator for 21 years principal for nine years. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing. What are some of the most common stressors of middle school students you have dealt with? Um, So, I think in general, middle school can be a time of adjustment for students, even under the best of circumstances. And what we noticed Uh, when we made the transition to distance learning last March was that some students um, faced more challenges when they were trying to adjust to um, schooling from home. And some of the challenges that we saw were um, stemming from feeling lonely and isolated not being able to see their peers uh, in person, uh, go to recess or lunch together, uh, have those quick conversations when you're packing up and walking together from class to class. You girls are nodding your head, so I know you know what I'm talking about. And those are um, very much expected. Uh, Some of the other challenges that we noticed was that the um, shift in schedules, so for example, Imagine your morning when you are in session and you're coming to school and what's going on in your house and you have to get up, you have to get dressed, you have to brush your teeth, you have to have your breakfast, you gotta pack your backpack, there's a lot of energy happening and everybody needs to get moving to start the day when the bell rings. And uh, initially some students appreciated the opportunity to sort of take a more casual approach to the morning, but over time that became challenging for students because their sleep patterns and their schedules, this disruption um, was starting to have an impact on how they, um, how they could start their day. And so we noticed that as well. Some students started showing up looking very, very tired and possibly disheveled. They like, have you brushed your hair? Did you have breakfast? Um, Those look like your pajamas you're still in. And that was last spring, and we kind of um, understood that we were all adjusting, but we realized that for the 
the health and well-being of the students, we needed to have a more structured approach to the start of the day. Okay, so here we are. We are coming to school now, and we're going to engage with each other and our teachers, uh, bringing energy and motivation. So you may have noticed that yourselves from your teachers that they expected a little bit more this uh, fall when you logged on. So that was one thing that we noticed and one way that we tried to, tried to um, meet the, those needs of our students. That sounds really challenging. What has your experience been like as a principal before and during the pandemic? Boy, that is a big question. Um, you know, I consider myself an experienced educator. I have uh, a teaching credential, an administrative credential, I have a master's in elementary education, I have a master's degree in school administration, but I have, I felt like a brand new principal many days during this uh, pandemic. Uh, there, there is no playbook for how to run a school during the pandemic. But thankfully, I have a strong network of colleagues of other principals and a dynamite faculty and staff. And we have just really leaned on each other and put our heads together um, and found ways to meet the challenges that we're all facing. And sometimes our ideas work, sometimes they don't work so well, so we just keep I think the, the key was that we just keep trying. I'm glad you have a good support system during this time to help you. What advice would you give to kids with stress, depression, or anxiety? Sure, so whether you're in a pandemic or whether you're, um, you know, we're back in school in session, uh, stress is a reality that we all face at different times in our lives. And depending upon how um, long and severe the stress is being felt, you know, the first thing you want to do is make sure you have someone to talk to. Um, your friends are still there, even though you can't sit next to them the way you used to sit next to them at recess or lunch. Uh, your parents are still there, your teachers are we're still here. Um, I'm still here, Mrs. Barnes is still here. We're all here just in a different way. So the first, first piece of advice is uh, don't keep it to yourself. Tell someone, talk to someone. And um, together, it's a lot easier to face these types of challenges and feelings, especially when you're uh, in middle school. There's a lot going on in middle school, and um, adults, the adults in your lives, uh, there are adults that understand that you need support. So that's my first piece of advice, is find someone to talk to. Thank you for that advice. It is actually very relatable. Yeah, that's super helpful. Okay, next question. Does this school have a support system or other resources in place for students who might be struggling with mental health? We do. We do have a support system. Um, we have what we call an inclusion team. And um, 
that team is comprised of administrators like myself and other teachers. Uh, sometimes we bring in outside professionals. Uh, parents are a part of that process. And this team works to provide support to students who are just struggling. And it could be academically, it could be socially, and it also could be emotionally struggling. And we have process that we use to determine whether we need to encourage the parents to reach out to their pediatrician for more help. Uh, we do have some uh, strategies that the teachers have uh, received professional development uh, on how to work with students who are struggling and how to get them to talk more with each other. Because oftentimes, just talking more reduces uh, feelings of isolation, which is where most of the, much of the stress and anxiety that we are seeing is coming from feeling isolated and that you're by yourself. Thank you for sharing. Is there any general advice you have for us or other middle schoolers who might be going through a hard time during these challenging times? Um, again, I would say remember that you're not alone. If you're physically by yourself, um, you're not alone. Find someone to talk to, to share your feelings with, and don't stop. If you go to one friend and they don't want to listen to what you have to say, find another friend. If you go to one teacher and they don't seem to understand how you're feeling, don't stop there. Find another teacher. Or maybe your principal or your vice principal. We're here for you. That's our job. Um, and we, we can work with you. Um, and if we think you need to talk to somebody else who knows more than we do, then we will connect you with, with those people. But, um, you know, if you go back to the basics, right? Share your feelings. Get a good night's sleep. Eat nutritious food. Um, get outside in the sunshine and move around which means log off your devices, my friends. I know it's tempting, but um, I, I know I have to be very intentional about putting down my phone, closing my laptop, stepping away, putting on my running shoes, getting outside, walking the dogs. I always seem to feel a little bit better after I move around. That's good advice. Bonus question. How do you deal with problematic, I mean, challenging students? Challenging students um, in a distance learning environment or just in general? Um, in general. Uh, like they're getting in trouble all of the time. Keep on getting in trouble. You know, um, I haven't met a child that enjoys getting in trouble. So there's usually a reason why things aren't going smoothly, either in the classroom, academically, outside of the playground, with their friends. There's usually a reason behind the behavior. So my goal is to try to figure out what's going on behind the scenes. Because that's the best way to help. Thank you 
for answering the bonus question. This has been super helpful. Thank you again for allowing us to learn from you. We are honored to interview you for and being our school principal. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to Mental Movers Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support our podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.